Hi, this is Vanessa Marshall, the voice of Hera on Star Wars Rebels, and you're listening to the Living Force Podcast. Know the code. Welcome to the Living Force Podcast. Be mindful of the Living Force, young Padawan. A Utini Podcast Network production. Your focus determines your reality. Episode 196, the 2022 Utinis. May the Force be with you. On this episode, the Utini crew announces the winners of the almost most prestigious awards in Star Wars publishing. And now, here are your hosts. Dr. Corey Helton, Eric Eilison, Dr. Charles Henkel, and Wes Jenkins. Utini! Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Living Force at Eugenie Network podcast that tonight is all about awards. That's right, my friends. It is the 2022 Utini Awards, celebrating the best and brightest in all Star Wars comics and more. I am one of your hosts this evening, Eric Eilerson, and joining me, looking spiffy as always, is the full cast of characters, including the one, the only, the man who also voted for all these awards, Dr. Corey Helton. Oh, uh, hello there. Oh, I didn't see you there. Uh, you know, I was just enjoying the wine in my lounge, you know. Hello. Welcome to the Utinis, everybody. I got my uh, Imperial officer hat on uh, that I won. That's incredible. I like it matches it. your vest pretty well. Yeah, it yeah, does, really actually. does. Yeah. You look great. Uh, <laughs> olive. Olive suits me, you know. Olive suits me. Yeah. It is. Well, all of you, buddy. Uh, oh, so glad you. you're here. Yes. Thank you. Uh, and also, of course, what would this be without the ever spiffy suit wearing, but in his own house as opposed to the old Utinis, Dr. Charles Hankel. Hey, buddy. That's right. What's up, guys? I had a reason to dust off the tuxedo. Always, always a fun occasion. This is actually the first time I've worn this since med school. <laughs> well, and I would argue this is even more important to your future. I agree. Excellent. As long as we're all on the <laughs> same page here. But, of course, this would not be the Utinis quite literally without the man behind the buttons. And you all will see that in full action tonight. The mythical, the legendary, the studly, as I may say, and the hat-tipping man. Let's take it. I didn't get the hat memo, guys. God. Howdy, everybody. Um, yes, I wore my best cowboy best, um, and this suit does not fit. I can barely breathe <laughs> if you can't tell. This has to be, I don't know what you're supposed to do with it, let it out or add some extra fabric to it, but it works sitting down. Yeah, Welcome does. to the Utinis. Don't let it out, Wes. We're live. Leave it no, in. No, no. Hey, as SZA said, I need a big boy. I need a big boy and et cetera. <laughs> uh, yes, everyone, if you're listening on audio, hi. We love you all. Uh, if you'd like, head on over to the YouTube channel and see Wes give his best. Dave Filoni. Good point. In the chat, um, Wes, make sure you put Ahsoka in every award tonight or else it's not real. All right. Uh, everybody, hello, all our friends in the chat. We have people I see here from Discord, from Twitter, from all over the Utiniverse. We're so happy to have you all. Tonight is all about celebrating the best and brightest of 2022. We're going to get into that right away. Before we do, I want to let you all know about some other amazing things coming up this week. You may know that here at Utini, we have a couple lovely shows that we are very proud of. And one has been away for a while. But it was merely resting. That's right. Our friends at Legends Look Back are coming back from hiatus this week on Thursday to uh, to give us a little bit of a reveal on the race to the finish. That's right. If you're a Legends Look Back fan, you know that 2022 was a year of finishing as many Star Wars books as possible and racing to the end of the Legends line. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you got to tune back in on Thursday night or in your podcast provider to the Legends Look Back crew. Very happy to have them back here on Thursday. And also want to give a shout out to our sister show, The Star Wars Archives, which just recorded an episode for our patrons over at Patreon that is looking ahead at 2023. Just as we look back at 2022, we got to look ahead at 2023 because last I checked, hold on. Yes, they're still writing books. Okay, so books are still going to come out in 2023, so there's still plenty of Star Wars coming up but of course to listen to that episode you do want to be on our patreon and we want to give a thank you to everyone who is over there at patreon.com slash utini including lane hickerson who joined us this past week just in time for the utinis so you knew it was coming up you knew the r2 suit was coming out of mothballs uh not literally i just moved they're not mothballs yet but uh you knew that this is all coming out so thank you lane thank you to everyone at patreon 
Make sure you check out those archives episodes. Make sure you check out all that good stuff. But most of all, make sure you check out Patreon so you can support everything we do here at UTD, including these glorious awards. All right, guys, fastest intro we've ever done. What do you think? Pretty good? Uh, very good. Pretty good. Do I get a Utini for that? Is that how Something works? Charles looks forward to those fast <laughs> intros right. during the. Take your time. It's not a round table. Round table. We're fine. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, what it is, everybody, um, is the Utini Awards. And while I love all the stuff we do here, I want to get through that intro because it is time for the award show itself. If you are here, I hope it's because you voted. For the Utinis, we had polls open throughout the entire month of December. Guys, I'm going to put you on blast right now and ask you, one, if you voted, and two, which category are you most excited for tonight? Because we had a few close races, which we'll talk about in a second. Uh, we did. I uh, I definitely voted this year. Um, I vote every year, as is my uh, democratic right in this imperial society. Um, <laughs> you know, I... Uh, I am always very excited to talk about Social Butterfly because I feel like it's a it's a mm-hmm. small award to give out to uh, you know folks who maybe don't get enough credit during the year for the amount of content they give us over on the on the Twitters, which may be coming to a swift end. But you know, it's uh, it's always exciting <laughs> to to chat about uh, the sort of meta of the Star Wars books, if you will. I love it. Yeah, Social Butterfly, one of those. Uh... That was very popular last year. I believe Kevin Scott uh, was our social butterfly last year. Um, and, of course, a reminder, no past winners in their respective categories may win again. So we'll see who gets it this year. Uh, Wes, mm-hmm. what about you? What, what secrets are hiding under that hat uh, for your favorite <laughs> so, category? <laughs> Bald spot. Um, I would like the more detailed-oriented of the content, and I like – Book cover of the year because I like pretty colors uh, and the ones. <laughs> so simple. the one that catches my eye is the one that I voted for, and I hope that it got the Utini for 2022. Well, I hope so. I mean, well, if nothing I'm else, sure it did. Wes, you're my book cover of the year because you catch my eye every week, buddy. Always glad to look mm, at you. I love that. Um, Very good. <laughs> they just come easily. Uh, before I ask you, Charles, I want to highlight some in the chat here. We got some social butterfly love. Jared pointing out that social butterfly is a very hard award because you got to survive the hellscape of Twitter. Great point. Or Jacob did, sorry. Um, you're right. Also, Jacob Cavan was author of the year and DJO was social butterfly last year. Um, we got book of the year people are excited mm-hmm. for. Quote of the year from from Casey Murphy. Uh, Charles, what are, you, what are you excited for for our 2022 awards? Yeah, I'm going to say I'm going to say comic of the year. And that's mostly because I'm not a big comic reader. And so I need to know, what am I missing? What do I need to go back and, and read? So I need the people to tell me, what is the comic or what should I have read? I like that. And you heard it here, Point. folks. Charles is contractually obligated to buy with the Utini affiliate link the comic of the year. <laughs> that's what I'm just saying. And post it on Twitter so we know that you actually did it. That's right. Screenshots. Don't lie to me, Charles. I know you can cancel Amazon With the newspaper. <laughs> with the newspaper of the day that you bought. Anything it. else? <laughs> and a banana for scale. <laughs> Perfect. Well, before we get into the awards themselves, as I know you're all waiting for, I do want to give you a few fun facts about this year's Utinis. This is the third annual Utini Awards. Uh, we're getting bigger and better every year. Uh, this year, quite literally. Uh, last year, we had 234 votes for the Utinis. Pretty good. Uh, we always want to make sure we're doing uh, a fair job at letting everyone vote as they will. Um, this year, that number almost tripled to 610 votes uh, for the Utinis. So, by this rate, uh, we'll be in the millions. Um, by <laughs> by year next 10? year. Next year, next, you know, four million next, next year. year. Easy. Yeah, I think that's how yeah. exponentialized like works, right? You know, yeah, exactly. upwards, you know, <laughs> exactly. Well, everyone that did vote, if you're one of the 610, uh, good for you. You don't get a sticker or anything yet. I don't know. Maybe we'll do it in the future. Maybe we'll do like an NFT if you vote for the Utinis. That's not true. But we hope that you uh, you feel represented. We hope your votes uh, win. And I will say every single vote counted in the Utinis. And I'm not just saying that. Um as the official tabulator, the impe- the unimpeachable tabulator of the Utini Awards. That's me. Uh, I do want to say, <laughs> one category this year was decided by three votes out of 610. Three wow. votes. That's impressive. And one category 
was decided by one single vote. That's incredible. That's incredible. Are you going to tell us which oh, one yeah, it is I'll when let it comes you know across? What it is. Okay. <laughs> I'll let you know what it is. Um, and they say democracy doesn't work. <laughs> you say that in the imperial hat just gives it a context every time, and I think it works quite well. It does. It's rigged. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to tell you all, if you're listening and you were like, oh, I was going to vote for the Utinis, but I forgot, and your thing doesn't win, I'm not saying it's because of you. I'm not I'm s- saying it's because Wes of you. Wes is saying that, absolutely. <laughs> uh, yes. As Darth Maul says in the chat, I love democracy. I love the Utinis. <laughs> well, uh, oh, one more fun fact before we get into the awards. Those were the close awards. Those were the close awards. The biggest landslide of the year, though, I did want to say, there is one category where the winner got 40.4% of the vote out of the five nominees. But I got to say, that's not bad because that means every single category, there wasn't a single category that got over 50%. Uh, which I think is great. I think that means our, our nominees were pretty solid around the board. Um, so overall, very, very pleased. Um, thank you earnestly to everyone that, that took part in voting. And uh, I guess that might be it. Do, do we want to see who won? Are we, are we, are we going to do it? Should we, should we do it? Uh, I think we While should end here. it now. You know, I just want to go back All to right, that. The end of the show. <laughs> send it out in a press release. That's right. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll tell you what. Gentlemen, raise a glass. If you're at home. Raise a glass. The 2022 UTN Awards begin fitting for me. now with a word from our good friend, Matt Davenport. Take it away, Matt. Hello and bright suns. Welcome to the 2022 UTN Awards. It's nice to see everybody got dressed up for the occasion. Man, oh man, we're looking at you, Dr. Charles Hankel, looking spiffy. Eric, on point as always. Corey, don't worry, your prom date will be here soon. Have that corsage ready. And Wes, talk about repping the Texas tuxedo. Very nice. Well, let's get into it. We'll start with the category of Character of the Year for the 2022 Utini Awards. And the nominees are Markion Rowe, Elzar Mann, Stellan Geos, Avar Chris, and Orla Jareni. Five picks. All Five good. picks. <laughs> Five all picks. Good. Excellent, excellent choices. I will say, mm-hmm. because we have already seen all of the nominees for all of the categories, this was another High Republic year, fellas. High mm-hmm. Republic. Very much. Clean sweep just about with just the number of sheer, the sheer number of categories that the High Republic was represented in. Really incredible year for the High Republic, and uh, it is a great honor to – uh, you know, be the first person to reveal our character of the year. And, you know, I don't have an envelope or anything, but here's a uh, random piece of paper. Uh, <laughs> let's just uh, open, open the... Oh, yeah, 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 struggling, struggling with it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, the I got the... Here it is. All right, here it is. It's, it's definitely not a guitar fretboard photo. Uh, this is <laughs> the character of the year. Um I don't need one of those drum rolls. Character of the year this year for the 2022 Utini's Award is Elzar Man. Elzar Man! Elzar Man! Very good, very good. Elzar Man. Ah, Tom crap. Hanks of, of the High Republic, if you will. Uh, that is Tom Hanks. That is 100% Tom Hanks. You cannot tell me otherwise. Very good. Very good. Uh, I was very pleased to see this. I still can't believe that this happened this year, um, you know, Seriously. with the books that we got this year. But uh, Elzar Man rode in on a dragon and won the award. Very good. Great year for Elzar. I will say this was the category decided by three votes. Um, oh. This was very close. Okay. Um I, I gotta say my uh, my my guy my guy won. I, I voted for Elzar. I'll say it here. Uh, yes, uh, yes, Gia, the dragon riding womanizing legend, Elzar man. Uh, though he did most of that last year, he still had a great year uh, in the Fallen Star, especially. Um, and I believe, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, was this a year? Maybe Chad will help me out. That he appeared in the Star Wars comic in that flashback as well. Uh, great year for Elzar. Um, any, any guesses who got second place, guys, as I'm looking at the ballots here? It's got to be Mark Yenro. It's got to be. I love Mark Yenro. I'm always uh, 
Believe it or not, I have a soft spot for the villains. I know you guys would never guess that about me, but uh, says the guy in the imperial hat. Yep, that's right. (laughs) Uh, You're absolutely right. Mark Yanro was second place by three votes. Um, That's who I picked. Yeah, great. You know, great, great category. Great year for the higher public guys. Uh, Now this year, I assume we're gonna get them back in phase three. So maybe they'll win a Utini next year, or Elzar can, I suppose. But uh, that's it. First Utini. Of 2022. Uh, thank you, Jacob. Star Wars number 20 came out in January, so Elzar technically had two great issues. But of course, what is a piece okay. of Star Wars media without a bunch of moments? Huh. Maybe I should lead into our next category. What do you think, Matt? Where are we going next? Our next category is Moment of the Year. Here are the nominees. Stellan Sacrifice in The Fallen Star. Estella Maru holding Starlight together in Marvel's The High Republic. Orla Jereni's fate in The Fallen Star. Yoda's entrance in The Battle of Corellia in Midnight Horizon. And finally, The Leveler revealed in Trial of Shadows. All right. Oh, my gosh. Guys, I'm so embarrassed. I lost the envelope. It came. It arrived. FedEx this morning. Uh, Oh, wait. I memorized it, though. All right. The moment of the year with, I'm going to start doing this more, with 40.1% of the vote is, spoilers, <laughs> should have said that earlier, of Stellan's yeah. sacrifice in the fallen star. Mm. Um, and rightly so. It is. Yeah, that's that's yeah. got to be the one. I mean, I chose it, so it was right. <laughs> so it's correct. Obviously. <laughs> Objectively. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, that was such that was such a polarizing event mm-hmm. that it's very hard to pick something over it. I'm, I'm there were a lot of other. Uh, I mean, the nominees were great. Yeah, they were great. They were all great moments. But this one all made us put the book down and just like mm-hmm. a sigh of raise your glass. Mm-hmm. Poor Stellan Geos, oh, really just sacrificing Stellan. himself. Geos. Hey, spoilers, uh, folks. If you haven't read the books, we're going to talk about them on the show. All of them. All From of last them. year. I know. Sorry. Yeah, I know. Um, you had a year. You had your, you had your chance. And so did Stellan. Uh, and he... Yeah, there we go. Easy. There we go. Steady. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Steady. Uh, this is the moment, I will say, um, the first moment in Star Wars book that physically, physically made me cry. I remember... Where I was when I was reading it, I remember my emotional state. It, it's again, I, I I read it, and then I had the audiobook as well. And I remember reading this chapter, putting the book down, going to the audible, listening to Mark Thompson narrate it because um, it was just so powerful. And this happened back at the beginning of the year, and nothing else topped it since. So I think the staying power of the awards, you know, very anti Oscars. Usually when you when you put Movies in the early part of the year, they're not getting awards. So, That's right. uh, recency really bias hardcore. and all that. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, real hardcore. But great moment. Great moment. All right. Uh, Charles, where are we going next? Well, I think Wes mentioned earlier that he likes pretty colors. Isn't that right, Wes? And I think that oh, is yes, I uh, do. something to do <laughs> with the next category. <laughs> They say you can't judge a book by its cover, but here at the 2022 Utinis, we're going to do just that. Here are the nominees for Book Cover of the Year. Midnight Horizon. Path of Deceit. The Princess and the Scoundrel. The out-of-print edition of The Fallen Star. And Tempest Runner. Wow. Okay, lots of lots of good options. I mean, looking back at these... I, I I know what I voted for, and that's what I'm expecting to win here. Um, but there really were some good options. We had some great covers this year. Now, my – I What's that, Wes? I'm sorry. It's just I would have picked the biggest one that they showed with the biggest picture. <laughs> the, one, the one with the biggest picture. Because that gives you the most colors. The one with the least words. <laughs> Surface area is really helpful in this category. <laughs> <laughs> Well, my uh, I, my winner came in this fancy box here, so we're gonna oh. look inside oh. to see. I gotta come up with, ladies something. and gentlemen, <laughs> the 2022 Utini for book cover of the year goes to the out of print edition of the Fallen Star. 
Well, oh, who would have thought? I know. Look at this, this thing. This is the LeBron Finals MVP of the Utinis. So this, this, this was the, like, right. yeah. This thing yeah. is desktop backgrounds everywhere for months <laughs> right. after it came out. Oh, yep. for sure. Easily. Right. This Easily. book was the uh, this book cover was the equivalent of uh, re- revealing who dies in the trailer before the movie even comes out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Somehow uh, the out of print returns. Um. That's right. Remember when uh, remember when they first introduced the Starlight Beacon? The first thing we said is, uh, "Yeah, the thing is screwed." <laughs> <laughs> Going down. And now we have it beautifully on a cover, and uh, yeah. I have to say this was a, this was an excellent cover. The out of print editions they always wow and impress us, uh, and yeah. this particular cover is is certainly no uh, no exception to that. Um, but they yeah. really blew it out of the park with this one. I remember when they showed this before the uh, book even came out, and we're like, "Huh, what was going to happen in this book?" <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's and, not uh, the big deal. Uh. That's right. It certainly didn't let us down. That's for sure. No. No, but but really, truly, I, I think this is the best year of nominees we've had so far for the art of the, the book covers. They just keep going higher and higher. Uh, now, there were some books this year that may or may not have been slightly photoshopped press photos that were on covers that didn't make it in the Utinis. But <laughs> other ones, um, really, really incredible. And also, with all the alternate covers that we got in the higher public last year, were super great. And you know what? Shout out to Path of Deceit for just squeaking in at the bottom. So, uh Really stoked, really happy with that. Uh, gosh, absolutely gorgeous. Absolutely. All right. Okay. So, next, say, set of nominees. Next award there it is. is going to comic cover of the year. So, we did book cover of the year. Now, we're doing comic cover of the year. We're going to kick it over to Matt. Now we move over to comic cover of the year. Here are the nominees. The High Republic issue number 12. The first issue of Eye of the Storm. Darth Vader number 26. Star Wars issue 25 variant cover. And issue number 2 of Eye of the Storm. Sorry, that Eye of the Storm number well, two gentlemen. always gets me a little warm. It does. <laughs> in there. It does. It has something to do with the the chain being around your neck as the reader. You know, there's something about that just speaks to me. I don't know what it is exactly, be, but... Uh, I don't you know. know. Yeah, you got to figure that out. It's hard to say. I don't know. I probably need mm. to... Outside outside of Darth Vader, Markeon Rowe is the villain that we all love. Yeah. And we want him to succeed. Or maybe just me. Yeah, that's better. it. That's why. But that's um, why the cover's popular. That's it. I think it's it. only yeah, reason. That's probably it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's uh, thirsty. There um, it is. <laughs> so it's been left up to me to uh, provide the winning ticket, that's and right. I don't have. It was left up to six hundred and ten people. Is it in your? Is it fair. in your hat? Well, to announce it's it. In, I'm sorry. It's in your to hat, announce it. Wes. It's in your hat. <laughs> no, you remember? Is it? Oh, what? What is oh. that? Oh, what, oh. what do you know? Okay. So. Wow. The winner. Something else. I got to say. Uh, <laughs> comic cover of the year goes to Darth Vader 26. We Darth hate sand. Wow. 26. We hate Sand. It's coarse and rough, and it gets everywhere. And it doesn't matter how many it younglings says, you've killed; it still it sucks into the <laughs> sand. <laughs> into the sand. This is Darth Vader's own personal hell. I have to say, this was a beautiful cover. Beautiful cover. I think Darth Vader mm-hmm. has probably been given uh, more incredible coverage in the comics, arguably, than any other character in Star oh, Wars. Easily. Since canon, yeah, yeah. yeah, especially in the newer canon stuff, uh, and uh, I think it's appropriate that uh, he gets to be on the on the cover of the year for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. Just looks like he's pulling himself out of that. He's just like, it's on my hand and it's in my gloves. This is what (laughs) sand feels like. I think most appropriate. Like when you go to the beach, it's like it's in me. 
It's, it's right. everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's almost that image just shows you that you can feel it and not just see what's going on in that image. Yeah. You're just like, oh, yeah. Right. And, it's, and and shout out to to Raza, who is the cover artist for that. Um, really great job again. I think the sand line often just gets memed and it's depicted as like, oh, it's silly and it's Attack of the Clones thing here and there. I think the last couple of years have really changed the tone around it. There's an idea of like, I hate sand because it represents how I grew up and was a slave and things like that. And this, I think this image could have really just been a meme, but I really think That's it's right. an effective cover mm. showing Vader trying to like escape his past. So That's very right. solid. Yeah. Very That's solid. Right. Strong mummy vibes too, I'll say. Yeah. Indeed. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Great, great category. Um, Although I got to say, the next category, we're really getting into some of the meat and potatoes. Uh, Corey, one of our favorites. One of our favorites coming up. I do have to say, I, I truly do believe that this is my favorite category. You know, as a as a content creator in the Star Wars publishing space, I have to say that uh, getting to shout out our authors and our publicity contacts just for being really cool people, genuinely, um, you know, in person and on Twitter and online and the way they carry themselves. I, I really do like this award a lot, and that is the Social Butterfly. So let's throw it over to Matt, who can introduce our nominees. Our next category is Social Butterfly. Here are the 2022 Utini nominees. George Mann. John Jackson Miller. Mike Chen. Kelly Knox. And Charles Soule. What good people. Good, good people. people. You know, Star Just Wars is good people. You know, truly. It really yeah. is. It really is. Um, this is always a particularly tough category, and uh, it's always fun to see the nominations come in because – you know, when we create these polls, we, we sort of wonder if are people just going to choose their favorites or are they going to choose the one that they just like the books that they wrote, that sort of thing. And it never fails. The community never lets us down. They generally do choose folks, uh, choose folks that they have really great online presences. And uh, this year is no different and is a great honor to introduce this year's Utini for the Social Butterfly. And, you know, I think this droid <laughs> oh my. just... Happened to roll up and hand me the nominee. Like, look, look at that. Look at that. It's just like, here he is. Like, so I, he just spit this out, like, right in front of me. Oh, super weird how that happened. So, the Utini, the 22 Utini for Social Butterfly goes to Charles Soul. Charles Soul! Hey. Very hey, good. Very good. Strong uh, bio picture as well, I have to say. Absolutely. Good author. Background is solid. (laughs) Good lighting, good jawline. Charles Soule, you never let us down. Uh, Yeah, I mean, they're all all great ambassadors for Star Wars and Star Wars books and literature and just helping people get into the the movies and even get into the books. But um, Charles Soule really uh, is a... He's a strong presence mm-hmm. to, um, especially in the community and charity. He does everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And not to mention with how bad social media continues to get. I swear it's getting worse. Mm-hmm. This this award oh, yeah. is more and more important. I mean, we need more bright lights out there. And um, thank goodness we have quite a few within the Star Wars community. Yeah. Absolutely. Never never say we're not breaking news here on the Utini's. 2022 Utini's breaking news. Social media is getting worse. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry to break this to y'all that you didn't know. Uh, but yeah, I think one of the things that makes I think Charles so great as a social butterfly is that he interacts with fans, but he also like elevates the brand like you're saying, but he also keeps us up to date on like his other non-Star Wars projects too. I think like he's just uh, he's just himself, whether it's Star Wars, whether it's his other fiction works, whether it's just ideas about the world. His newsletter is great. It's just a really great way of kind of keeping in touch with the community. And I think everyone, if you've ever followed Charles Soule or read anything by Charles Soule, you feel this intensely personal connection. So uh, greatly deserved. And all the nominees, all the nominees doing amazing things. Um, again, one of our favorite awards every single year. Now, our next nominee... Uh, is honestly one of my favorites, and one that was mentioned in the chat earlier. Uh, because what are Star Wars books and comics but just a bunch of quotes all back to back to back to back to back for hundreds of pages? <laughs> Matt, tell us what the quotes of the year are that passed Corey's whew, test. Now let's move to the quote of the year. Here are this year's nominees. 
This is what hope is. It isn't pretending that nothing will go wrong if only we try hard enough. It's looking squarely at all the obstacles in the way, knowing the limits of our own power and the possibility of failure, and moving ahead anyway. That is how we must proceed with hope. From The High Republic, The Fallen Star by Claudia Gray. Stellan held up one hand in farewell, wondering whether he would ever see Belzettifar again. At least in this moment, he'd been granted a glimpse of the great Jedi Knight Bell would become. The High Republic, The Fallen Star by Claudia Gray. Through the mist, two silhouettes emerged, the glow of their blades giving off enough light to eliminate any doubt of who approached, of who could pull off something as impossible as this rescue. There stood Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin Skywalker, brothers in arms of the Jedi Order, and together they were unstoppable. Brotherhood by Mike Chen. This was Skywalker and Kenobi as they should be, a team built on emotion and intellect, bravado and control. Fire and Ice, Brotherhood by Mike Chen. The name tasted like tears on her lips, but it also felt like light. The way she felt about Lula was a physical presence in her body like the Force. The High Republic, Midnight Horizon by Daniel Jose Older. Guys, I gotta be honest with you. Reading a winner now after hearing Matt just like (laughs) gloriously narrate those quotes... Uh, I'm going to try to rewind it back to get the right My one. goodness. Um, yeah. Uh, also, oh, my God, the chat blowing up about this this award. All of them hitting so hard. I, I do think these all passed the whew, test. Yeah. Absolutely, um, absolutely. This is a uh, this is always a tough category for me because you have to you have to remember to like highlight quotes and pull them out and try to get them nominated and that sort of thing. And uh, but it never fails. The quotes that make it into the running are always incredible, incredible quotes. And man, those quotes from Brotherhood, I gotta say, right? my heart my heart is there with fire and ice. Fire my heart is ice. there. My heart is there. It's uh, it's gonna be a hard choice this year for sure. Yep. Uh, one of our more even split categories. All of these quotes got a number of votes. People clearly love all of these. <clears throat> They're all so great. So while I may not be mad, I'll try to do justice in revealing the winner. Hold on. I'm getting something. Brain blast! Okay, got it. Uh, hashtag Jimmy Neutron fans. Quote of the year for 2022 is, <clears throat> This is what hope is. It isn't pretending that nothing will go wrong. If only we try hard enough, it's looking squarely at all the obstacles in the way, knowing the limits of our own power and the possibility of failure and moving ahead anyway. That is how we must proceed with hope. The High Republic Mm. Fallen Star by Claudia Gray. Basically giving us all a roadmap for 2022, honestly. Like, this was how the year started. (laughs) That is correct. There's something about... Something about hope in Star Wars that when it when yeah. they utter the word, it just has so much power and authority every time. Yes. It seems like yes, yeah. There is a fantastic poster of Leia looking in a silhouette, and the background says "Hope" um, that I wanted to get framed. That's just it's the epitome of what Star Wars is. Yeah, yeah. whole franchise is about hope, and any, it's so tough. Be- Go ahead, Charles. Yo, any. Uh- any of these quotes that feel like applicable to real life always hit me so much harder. Like yeah. I, I love mm-hmm. the Mike Chen quotes. Like obviously I love brotherhood because it's Kenobi. Like it's, it's all my favorite stuff about the prequels, but you know, it, these ones just kind of do edge it out even for me because it's like, man, I'm going to take what Stellan said and I'm going to apply it to my real life. Like, yes, these books are escapism, but if you can take like lessons from them and actually apply yeah. them, I mean, that's that's top-notch. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it says a lot that, you know, 40-plus years later after, after A New Hope, Claudia Gray is like, all right, <clears throat> I am going to write a quote about hope, and it's going to be new, and it's going to be impactful enough to win a Utini. And I think that, like, because that could go wrong. You know, if you try to do something that the OT did all those years ago and make it her own, but that just shows the, the amount of talent we have going into Star Wars right now. Absolutely loved it. Absolutely loved it. Wow. Ugh. Well, so good. We all spent a lot of time on round tables in this past year, right? And so we all saved we? a lot of those quotes. Uh, I guess I'll speak for myself. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, we, we saved a lot of these quotes and we saved a lot of other things. At least I did. A whole lot of maybe my favorite part of all the round tables, the very end 
what we always have to finish up with, and that is the Easter eggs. So, Matt, take it away with this year's Easter eggs. Our next category for the 2022 Utinis is Best Easter Egg. Here are the nominees. Mace Windu's Dantooine Battle Bean mentioned in Brotherhood. Hot Chocolate's first canon novel mention in Shadow of the Sith. Stellan makes a sweet bun with powder and water in The Fallen Star. The Errant Venture is mentioned in The Shadow of the Sith. Kai Adimundi's duel with Grievous mentioned in Brotherhood. All right. Lots of good options. I remember exactly where I was sitting when each and every one of these popped up. Not really. <laughs> um, there, is, there is a guest who's going to read this, this winner off, guys. Um, I found oh my God. A, little, a little baby Grogu, and um, he's knitted, and he brought with him a message. My goodness. How fortunate. Uh-huh. Got it. Got it. Uh, all right, guys. So the best Easter egg for 2022, the Utini goes to hot chocolate. Yeah! Hot, hot chocolate. Hot chocolate. chocolate. Oh, I'd like to man. buy all your chocolate. <laughs> I remember when they invented chocolate. Lando Calrissian introduced me to it. <laughs> I always hated it. Oh, man. Wow. Well, so so this was um, this was a great one. This was a great poll, mm-hmm. and we actually got a message right that we wanted we wanted to shout someone out about this this award in particular because we may have worded things technically incorrectly for this category a little bit. Maybe right, just a little, uh, bit. Just a little bit, just a little bit, slip of the tongue. So it's not necessarily Hot Chocolate's first canon. Uh, appearance ever, but it was the first in a novel. Is that right? I think we got an email. Yeah, right, like the canon adult novel mm-hmm. properly first mentioned about chocolate. But yeah, Corey, <laughs> tell us about you got this email because when right. I wrote the category. I said it's the first canon mention. That's right. It's technically not. The category did say the first canon mention of hot chocolate, which of course is a small nod to Heir to the Empire, where it was introduced that Lando Calrissian uh, Rizian introduced Luke Skywalker to hot chocolate. Uh, such a strange pool. Uh, you know, Timothy Zahn <laughs> talks about uh, awesome. getting like people being very angry that they mention hot chocolate uh, in a in a Star Wars novel back yeah. in the day. Um, and we originally yeah. had this this nomination uh, saying the first canon appearance of hot chocolate because us and our infinite knowledge of Star Wars canon and legends and the Ugh. all the expertise we have on the team, which is a lot, <laughs> quite frankly. Collectively, thousands of books have been read among the team. We missed this small detail, and it wasn't until about a a week before the voting ended, I got an email from a uh, a member of our community, Kai Wright, who mentioned that the first actual uh, reference to hot chocolate was actually in uh, Servants of the Empire, Edge of the Galaxy, back in 2014, which is right after the change to the Disney uh, acquisition um, when when a nanny droid uh, anti nags offer some to Zare Leonis. I have no idea what this reference even is, um, and it also appears in <laughs> Docking Bay Seven and Ronto Roasters at Galaxy's Edge. So it does have a couple canonical appearances now. And I wanted to give a special shout out to catching that small detail from Amazing. Kai Wright because that is a deep deep pull to recognize that. And uh, the fact that we had 500 or so votes before anybody caught that is pretty yep. impressive. That is just a testament to how deep of a pool it is. So thank you so much for letting us know about that. And we did change the nomination just a little bit to say the first canon novel appearance because this yeah. is, is, in fact, that. We did double-check that, so that is true. Yep. <laughs> it's still a great moment. I mean, I remember reading this, and, and like you said, that Heir to the Empire. If you have ever read Heir to the Empire, instantly you're transported back. Such a great pull by Adam Christopher, who obviously loves all of those books so much. And I think what a smart move to kind of put the reader in the mindset of that book, which is what Easter eggs are, right? As you're reading it, it makes you think about the stuff you used to love, and it's just such a fun thing. absolutely. And I will say that 2022 in particular was an incredibly big year for Easter eggs. I feel like we got so many this year. Um, Adam Christopher had a ton. Mike Chin had a ton. Um, You know, it was a really, really good year for Easter eggs, and this was a, uh, a close match for sure. That's right. Yeah. And what I like... And I like to say thank you... Sorry, thank you to Jared for being in the being in the moment and having a peanut butter banana chocolate protein shake 
Which is kind of the That's same next. thing. That's coming Close. in the next book. Yeah. Close. You know, t- that was Timothy Zahn's original insertion of the Empire, <laughs> and, he, and he changed Edit. it last minute. Edit. You know, what are you drinking? Oh, a peanut butter banana chocolate milkshake, protein shake. You know, Lando Calrissian right, showed showed it to me. You know, we were working out earlier. You know, <laughs> Luke Swallwalker getting his games on. <laughs> no, but I do I do like about the Easter eggs in particular that a lot of them tend to be like these deep legends pulls, mm-hmm. right? And we do love all Star Wars here. Yes, we focus mostly on canon here on the Living mm-hmm. Force, but obviously, Legends Look Back is always going back and talking about all these these awesome books and stories from at least a little while back. So I like yeah. that this year we got so many pulls, like so many Legends yeah. pulls. They yeah, really sure. are becoming, yeah. I don't know, the, the lines are blurring a little bit more every year, and, and they're yeah. pulling at least the best parts of Legends back into Canada, That's which right. is nice. And as far Absolutely. as we understand, it seems to be these Easter eggs seem to be a very collaborative effort. The authors pull some themselves, yeah. the the editors pull some themselves, some other folks that are involved in the creative process uh, offer suggestions for Easter eggs. So they're getting better and better at these. I mean, every time we do a uh, a roundtable, Charles pulls at least two or three insanely <laughs> ten layer deep pulls from <laughs> Legends these days. And uh, yep. anybody who has not been on the who anybody who's been on the fence about jumping into canon after all this time is. There's no excuse at this point because it's basically it. legend. So yeah, it's all those what those West End uh, game guides. Charles That's right. Ray, isn't that those, the those things That's are right. yeah. I mean those <laughs> things are absolute gold mines. So if you if you like these Easter eggs, make sure you start writing them down for 2023 this year. Uh, but now we get into what what I think we sh- we're we're starting to call now this year the Big Four. The Oscars. There's always the Big Four awards at the end of the show, and these these are the real heavy hitters that kind of defined the year uh so Wes, kick us off into into our big four awards here um this next award um goes hand in hand with the pretty pictures that i like and the beautiful illustrations that are done um but also the content that's within those pretty pictures and illustrations matt tell us what's next for the utinis and now let's move to the category of artist of the year here are this year's nominees Ario Anandito, Harvey Tolabao, Phil Noto, Steve Cummings, and Paolo Villanelli. So, Big Four starts out with Artist of the Year for comics, essentially. But, I mean, they also do other things than just comics. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but very, again, another, I would say I'm looking at the pie chart right now, very evenly split award. The comics hive, especially a Star Wars Twitter hive of comics folks, so much love for all of these artists. Really incredible right. stuff. <clears throat> <clears throat> mm-hmm. So, um, oh, on my data pad <laughs> that I got the number from. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> I love this bit. There we go. And I got the, there, it came through right now. The winner for Utini's 2022 Artist of the Year is Ario 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 <laughs> Friend of the Cosmic Force yes, even right. Friend of the Cosmic Force That's Friend right. of the Cosmic nice Force what Excellent yeah, they, excellent headwear I have to say <laughs> Really great hat <laughs> Definite friend of the show for the headwear <laughs> And yes like you said he was interviewed by uh, the Cosmic Force crew That's mm-hmm. right That was an well, excellent we actually got to yeah, talk to that him. was an excellent, excellent interview. I really enjoyed that. Probably my favorite comic interview that we've ever done at Utini. It was really, really enjoyable. Oh, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. Man, I, I, he, I think he totally deserved it this year. I mean, this yes. was really, a, yes. really a, a strong year for artists in comics, especially. And uh, I think he was the obvious choice. So very good. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. I mean, to, to have the impact in the, in the end of the High Republic, <clears throat> I guess, volume one run, and then starting the volume two run with that same kind of fun, exciting art style. I mean, some of these moments were just amazing. I think one of his images is still like my iPad lock screen of Avar Chris with everyone around her. Like, it's really just some incredible, incredible stuff. And and like you said, could not happen to a nicer person. Absolutely. Love when those two Absolutely. coincide. Absolutely. And speaking of incredibly nice people... It is a great honor to introduce. Thanks, Corey. Oh, did you like that? Did you like that? 
It's yeah, that, that, that was for you, Wes. I'm talking about you. Uh, shout out to Wes, everybody, for uh, yes! running this entire operation we yeah. have. This no is irony. easily the most My technical, <laughs> easily the most technical show that we produce, and uh, it's going fairly well. Knock on wood. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, it is a great honor to introduce our next category, what we consider the big three. This is probably one of the biggest awards that we give every single year, and it's always a very, very tight race, and one that we take very, very seriously. Uh, we, we we make sure the math all works out. We make sure mm-hmm. we plan the nominations correctly. Mm-hmm. We, we've taken out all the biases that we possibly can, because this is an incredibly, incredibly important category. So let's turn it over to Matt, who can introduce our next category for this year. Let's move now to Writer of the Year. Here are the nominees. Claudia Gray, Charles Soule, Daniel Jose Older, Mike Chen, and Justina Ireland. Now, this is, uh, this is an incredibly important category. Our Writer of the Year is always, uh, always very, very important. And Wes, if you'll give me the camera, I'm happy to introduce this year's Writer of the Year. And I was just reading this really interesting book. <laughs> Uh, you know, that happened oh. to come out earlier this year. And uh, what is this? It's it's the winner. It's just coincidentally what? inside of this book. This year's in writer of the year in a very strange turn of events is Claudia Gray in The yes! Fallen Star. Shout out to our good Wonderful. friend, Claudia Gray. Very, very good. Excellent, excellent kickoff to the year. She killed everybody, but, you know, it... Uh, <laughs> Sometimes and killed it, the game. Look at that. You know, you could say that sometimes it pays off to be the villain. Yeah. <laughs> she did it. She did. It. She definitely wanted us, wanted us, left us wanting more. Mm-hmm. Even though uh, a lot of people died in that. Spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> a lot of people died in that book. Okay. A lot of people died. In Everyone, it. you could say. You know. <laughs> <laughs> this this feels like when Meryl Streep wins an Oscar because everyone's like, oh, she's the best. Wait, has she won something? She's nominated all the time, and it's like, yes, Claudia Gray. Like, so many people's <laughs> first foray into Star Wars somehow like may have hit like her her popularity peak this year, even though she has been writing for so many years and has done such great work. And if you have had the chance to meet her, as well as all of these writers that you're nominees, by the way, like just so kind and open. And just clearly loves Star Wars so much and puts everything she has into it. And someday that comic's going to come out that she's writing for Dark Horse. It's That's been right. delayed, I don't know, <clears throat> eight months by now. It's coming. It's That's coming. Right. Is, <laughs> right. is that what the only thing that she was able to give us is... It's coming, and that's <laughs> it. And you're like, ah. soon. Trademarks. Yes, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. Yeah. We, we have been accused many times at Utini for having a special uh, preference for Claudia Gray. And uh, there's read a, it. There's a, that's right. There's a reason for that. It's uh, because she's good. Guilty. Uh, you know? <laughs> that's right. I'm sorry she writes good Real books, good. Uh, and that's how it is. So, you know, we are uh, very well honored done. to give this award to Claudia Gray this year. Yep. And uh, I'm looking in the chat right now, and I have a lot of questions. They say, have we gotten to the category that was decided by one vote? And we have not yet, but now we have. Matt, introduce the category that was decided by one vote. And now our next category is Comic of the Year. Here are the nominees. Trial of Shadows by Daniel Jose Older and David Walk. Darth Vader by Greg Puck and Raphael Ianco. Dr. Afra by Alyssa Wong and Ming-Kyu Jung. Eye of the Storm by Charles Soule and Guillermo Sana. And The High Republic Adventures by Daniel Jose Older and Harvey Tolabao. A heated category. Uh, heated. <laughs> just absolutely wild. Again, one of the great things about organizing the Utini is just seeing the votes kind of come in as the month goes on. And I was watching this category, and it was back and forth, and it was back and forth. Like, I think three or four comics had the belt at some point. And I will tell you, this was so exciting to watch. With 21.9% of the vote, 21.8% of the vote, and 21.6% of the vote are the top three. (laughs) That is Um, incredible. But number one, I do have to say, Darth Vader by Greg Pak wow. and Raphael Yanko wins the Utini Award for 2022, barely over Trail of Shadows in second place. That is um, incredible. Really incredible, incredible stuff. 
I'm telling you, man, Darth Vader, he kicks yeah. everybody's tail in the comics. Mm-hmm. Every single year, it seems like. Darth Vader is the character of choice in the comics. If you're a Darth Vader fan and you haven't been reading the comics, now is the time. <laughs> yep. Wow. Uh, I, honestly, I think a huge reason behind this, this was the year of, of Sabe and the Handmaidens coming That's into right. Vader. That's right. And Greg Pak had, had huge shoes to fill with uh, Charles Soule killing those Vader runs <coughs> and then coming in. But uh, what a great, what a great, great comic. Huge shout-out to Greg Pak and Rafael Yanko, especially for a lot of those flashback sequences that Yanko draws. Amazing artistry. And <laughs> the chat absolutely exploding, of course, um, with how it's all going. But, but, but also, huge shout-out to Trail of Shadows for not only being one vote behind the winner, but also for being a limited series and getting this many. All new characters only found in the comics – a lim- not an ongoing series, a, a mystery noir novel, like or comic rather, like really unique stuff. Um, and just huge, huge shout out to both those books. Um, but yeah, that was. I gotta say, there's a lot of there's a lot of things I love about this job and about this show. But ooh, what a fun, what a fun there, result to get to. Yeah, there's so much love for Trailer Shadows in the chat right now. I yep. think somebody said, "Fight me." <laughs> I'm gonna fly to the Netherlands. <laughs> Here's what I'm saying. Here's what I think we need to do. Let's give me give me the give me the one camera for a second. Here's here's what I gotta do. Here's the PSA. Your vote matters, and you know who else other votes matter? Everyone you follow on Twitter and all your friends. And in 2023, I want all the Utinis voting to be spread across the Twitter verses and everywhere else. And I'm excited to see, um, I want to see campaigns. I want to see fan art. I want to see buttons, uh, of people next year. Uh, but great job to all the nominees. Thank you. Wes. I want to make sure that we get, we get the, we get the word out to vote <laughs> in 2023, um, which is an election year as they all are in the Utinis. Um, <laughs> but Charles, uh, it, it's, it's about that time, buddy. I think after all these amazing awards, you got to bring us home. Is it time? Is it time? Is my tie straight? Okay. Um, wait, wait. Yep. There it is. Okay. So it is time. I'm, I'm really honored. I'm really honored that I am getting to present the last award. Arguably, I don't, I, I'm going to say the biggest award. That's why we save it for last, right? It's one of the big four. But this is the cover-to-cover cover best experience that we had throughout the entire year. So, Matt... Take us away for Book of the Year. And now our final category, Book of the Year for the 2022 Utinis. Here are the nominees. The Fallen Star by Claudia Gray. Shadow of the Sith by Adam Christopher. Brotherhood by Mike Chin. Path of Deceit by Tessa Grattan and Justina Ireland. And Midnight Horizon by Daniel Jose Older. All right. A lot of good options there. Eric has a lot of them. Off to the they side. Um, On their glory. I have run out of creative ways. I've run out <laughs> of bits, okay? But I did find this cute little elephant uh, on my bookcase. So I'm going to just show this <laughs> off for a second. <laughs> great. Just vamp a little bit. You know what I mean? I, I like this. Apparently, an elephant with its trunk raised is good luck. In case anyone didn't know that. So good luck to okay. all the nominees. Uh, but I've vamped enough. Y'all, I've vamped enough. I know that's why everyone is here. They're waiting on bated breath. I'm really enjoying this moment. I think I might drag it out for another second. The book of the year goes to The Fallen Star by Claudia Gray. Yes! Very, <laughs> there it very is. good. Oh when did this, well when did this book come out? This came out in January Look at this. of 2022. Yes, like just barely into the 2022 year. Destroyed us all. Which is what happened last year, right? It is that's, what happened last year. I think so, yep. It's, yeah, well, because it's so, like, stuck yep. within our heads. Because it's, right, it's the third book of the series. Yep. It is obviously killed off a lot there of the characters. Is. Yep. So it really hit us here. So, and it was, you know, written incredibly well. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Gosh, book of the year, writer of the year, quote of the year, character of the year, moment of the year. Holy book smokes. Cover. And most importantly... Book cover of the year. Sounds more like a rising star to me, guys. Claudia Gray and the Fallen Star had a huge sweep at this year's 2022 Utini's Awards. And Eric, Mm -hmm. you did some work for us. Tell us what you did. did. 
I gotta say, um, I was really excited about these results, and I try not to share the results too early ahead of the show. Obviously, we want to surprise everyone, but we did have to share the results uh, because we had a friend that wanted to to call in, which is odd, um, but but with a little surprise about this year's awards. So, Wes, um, let, let's bring someone else in on the show to talk about the Utinis here just for a moment. Hello there, Utini. Uh, apparently, you guys have done me the honor of naming me the author of the year, and The Fallen Star, the book of the year. And I have to be honest, when you write that much character death, you are pretty sure that your reward is going to be, like, burning torches and pitchforks or something. Uh, I don't know if this means that all is forgiven, but I I will dare to hope so. Uh, certainly, you guys' reactions and the way that the reading public has embraced the High Republic so much means the world to me. So thank you guys for voting for this, for reading the book, for taking the journey of the High Republic. Uh, we have a lot more good stuff to come. From I Claudia can't Gray believe herself. you got it. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Absolutely. Oh. What a huge honor. Thank you, Claudia, for the oh, very, amazing. very kind response. You certainly deserve the award this year. And uh, like I said, there's a reason that the staff at Utini is such a big fan of Claudia Gray. She is uh, a queen. You know, and there's no way around yep. it. I mean, she's an excellent person. <laughs> uh, she's an excellent author. And even when she kills everybody... <laughs> You still love her every time. Yep, yep, yep. And I will say, uh, just because I don't know if personal info wants to be out there, shout out to Claudia's publicity team, best in the game, um, uh, uh, who was nice Thanks. enough to, I will say, transmit that message to Claudia after the voting was done, after it was, you know, we did not plan this. Um Beforehand, obviously, everything was voted, but uh, just really incredible. And Claudia was so kind to take her time to uh, to accept the awards but but yeah that uh my gosh i i i don't think there's a better way to end the 2022 UTs right. than with with the That's biggest right. winner um truly honored and every year i i adore this show and i mean how are we going to talk next year? We got to find getting, out. It's getting better and better. Uh, we did do physical awards this year. That's something else we wanted to bring mm-hmm. up. We wanted to. Uh, I was hoping to show them off uh, on on the show that we would get them in person. We've just missed it. The shipping notification. I got it this week. Is it's it's like <laughs> it's gonna be here tomorrow or something crazy. Of so <laughs> we just missed it. But we did have really nice professional looking awards produced, and we're gonna send those to Claudia. She got two of them, right? So she gets yep. two of the awards. She got both of them uh, this Stay year, tuned. and uh, both of those are gonna be shipped to her. Last year, you know, we we tried. We made something really nice. We had it was the Utini logo with the evaporator. <laughs> the British uh, mail carrier destroyed it. It cost us a fortune. It cost Kevin Scott a fortune. It was just a disaster. So this year we had different, very nice words <laughs> produced for us. So yes. uh, you know, Claudia, those will be coming your way. And uh, congratulations, you certainly earned it. Yep. Thanks Absolutely. to everyone that voted. Uh, and keep your eyes out because I tell you what. As of now, the the twenty twenty three Utinis are are underway. We're we're getting ready right. now with content. Battle of Jed is already out. And is that uh, number one? Is that the first is, one I we get to so. add? That's it. Battle of Battle Jedi. Jedi. That's the okay. first one. Um, and of course, the High Republic Volume Two is going. Will that be comic of the year? And like I said, your voting and campaigning begins now, everybody. So, all y'all, <laughs> start telling your friends. Get those votings ready. Um. But, fellas, before we get on out of here, one, thank everyone in this chat that's tuned in live. Thank you for making this, again, our favorite favorite night of the year. Um, yes, thank you. Any final thoughts before we get on out of here after our uh, our third annual UTN Awards? It gets bigger every year. I think, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think 2023 UTNs are going to be even bigger based on how we get the envelope to tell you the winner. These <laughs> That's were, it. We love envelopes. This, this was a little bit of improv, yeah. but I think next year it's going to be something special. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, none of that was planned. I don't know if we've told the audience that, but that was. <laughs> no, you don't say, Charles. No. None of that was planned. Uh, the golden elephant was not in in cahoots with this for weeks uh yeah no yeah it, this was fun guys i enjoy getting dressed up i enjoy doing this with y'all i yeah. enjoy how much uh the community has seemed to embrace this like it's really exciting that yeah. it yeah. grew in terms of votes 
We've had a lot of people yep. live tonight. And if maybe you're listening to this in, in a week's time, remember this time next year, we're doing this all again. So please tune in live because it's right. a ton of fun to see everyone actually mm-hmm. reacting. You know, we want to see that. So thank mm-hmm. you so much to everyone that's made this a big success. And everyone in the chat saying now an in-person show is next. You know what? <laughs> I did move to the South. That's all I'm saying. We'll find out. Um, Keep buying your year. books on utini.com and we'll use that 2% <laughs> to pay for Wes's plane ticket. There we there go. <laughs> <laughs> everyone, thank you so much. And on that note, that will do it. For the 2022 Utini Awards, thank you to everyone that voted, everyone that tunes in. We will see you next week for a regular old Living Forest episode. We'll have a great time. A special thank you to Brian Dooley, Earl Q, Carl Sander on our Jedi High Council, and Elizabeth Cloutier, Stanley Chris Eilerson on our Alliance High Command. You can find us on Twitter at Eric Eilerson, at Corey M. Helton, at C. Henkel, at Boss West. And remember, on Twitter, as everyone else, you need to vote next year. A special thank you to Matt Davenport, our amazing editor and host of the Utini, let's be honest. Ryan, our graphic designer extraordinaire, who not only designs our regular overlays, but also all these custom overlays for the Utinis. And Wes, who has done more work tonight than he will do the rest of the year combined. Thank you to Corey, Charles, and Wes for having a great ceremony with me. Thanks to all of you for watching and listening. Thank you to Claudia Gray for her special little treat. And as always... There is no hatred, there is joy. There is no division, there is union. There is no apathy, there is passion. There is no gatekeeping, there is community. This is the Utini Star Wars fan code. Embrace it, live by it, and above all, trust in the living force. Join the Utini community and surround yourself with like-minded fans at utini.com. And remember, the Force will be with you, always.